Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, injecting uncommon sense into your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. Now, as always, I'm here to help if you're already in the business and to egg you on if you're just thinking of getting started. And I'm eager to hear from you. So send your insights, your wisdom and your stories, your questions and your problems to info at neilcamero.com. And remember to follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. Right then, let's get cracking with episode 80. Go invisible. How lockdown days spike productivity and grow your vision. And I really just want to share a simple idea that's been brilliant for me. And if you try it, maybe it's going to work for you too. What I've found over the years is when you're in business for yourself, it's all too easy to get sucked into what I call the vortex of everyday doing. That's the scrappy day-to-day bits and pieces work of running the business. You know, I get it. We're all busy. And it's a real danger because being busy can blindside us to working on rather than working in our business. You know, maybe you, like me, will easily fall into the habit of doing the little jobs on top of the demands of actually spending time with clients and students earning your fees. You probably know what I'm talking about already. It's the the bookkeeping here. It's making the phone calls and, of course, research which for me often morphs into hours on YouTube or watching suits on Amazon Prime. So I've got a simple method, if you like, to guarantee that I will work on and not work in my businesses. Now, it might not work for everybody, and I was a bit sceptical about it when I first heard about the idea. Didn't think it would work for me, but what I found over the years, it's great to be wrong about stuff, because being wrong gives me an update to my thinking and a pointer towards how I can do a bit better. So what I do is what I call go invisible. And I do it for a whole day. At the moment, I'm also trying to work up to going invisible for two days on the bounce. But at the moment, it's just one day. And this is what it means for me and what I do. The very first thing is I want to get off the grid. I want to eliminate all the distractions because I know that one distraction, a phone call or a text message, email bleep or something like that, can cost me up to 20 minutes of lost time while I deal with it and then pick up the threads of whatever it was I was doing. So no phone, no email, get off the grid. If you're at home, it's very difficult to do that. So I like to get away and make myself unavailable. I'll lock my phone in the car or I'll leave it on silent in the bag. I think it's really important to be unreachable. Someone needs to get a hold of you and it's urgent. They will leave a message. Everybody has voicemail. Everybody has text. Everybody has email. If it's important, you will hear about it. So what I want to do is clear the whole of a page in my diary. Nothing else on it at all. I'm going to total lockdown mode. I don't book any tuition, I don't book any meetings, I don't view any properties, I don't do anything. It's just my lockdown day. 
I put it in the diary and I'll stick to it. If it's in there, it's sacrosanct. It's a vital part of my planning activity. I think it should be part of your planning activity too. Because you do plan, don't you? I mean, if you don't have a plan, everything you've got is random and chaotic. It's stressful, it's unpleasant, and it will do you in. Take it from me, because I did it for years and somehow managed to get away with it. So what I do then is I, I book a venue. Now, for you, that might be a coffee shop, a hot desk centre, a business hub, a hotel, even a library if you can find one that's still open. Some kind of conducive environment where you can go and sit and get stuff done. Personally, I like table service. I like to have people take care of me while I'm there because I'm doing work of very high value and it's not helpful for me to have to get up, go to the counter, order stuff. So what I do is when I arrive at the venue that I've booked, which happens to be a very nice Italian restaurant, I'll order when I arrive, lunch at a certain time. If I'm there at nine o'clock, I'll order immediately a bottle of sparkling water and a skinny latte there and then. At 11 o'clock, I'll ask the waitress to bring me a, a cappuccino and I'll pre-order my lunch to be served at one o'clock. I'll also order an espresso at four and dinner at six. Now I've got a long working day mapped out in front of me. I've given myself deadlines and I'm committed to keeping my arse on the seat. And not only that, I've also set up a reward scheme for myself and scheduled breaks. And just by doing that one thing, which might come across as, you know, narcissistic or eccentric, I'm structuring the day and that's things I don't have to think about then. I'll talk to the staff as I'm doing this and I'll ask them to take good care of me. Uh, nobody's ever really been an arse about this. Nobody's ever said that it was a stupid thing to do and they didn't want me there all day. They know I'll be back. So I've taken myself off to a nice place, ordered the day for myself, cleared it, and what am I going to actually be doing in this time? Well, I'm going to be doing work of great value to me. That means production, planning content, writing, thinking strategically about what I'm doing, what I want to be doing in the business, doing jobs of high value, working on the business, not getting lost in the fine detail, day-to-day, -day, flapping around in the business. And what I've found is I'm always surprised, even now, how clearly you end up thinking when you're away from your desk. For me, I get very objective about it. There's nothing emotional around the business because I'm not in my business office. I get to think very deeply about the business. If I'm in my business office, I'm looking at magnetic boards covered in notice boards, graphs, reminders to myself, maintenance plans for my properties, lesson plans, student inquiries, there's stuff all over the place and it's very distracting. It's easy to get scared and sucked into that. But just getting away from that environment gives me a certain amount of clarity. Look deep into the business, under its skin, peel it back and see how it's doing. It's also a very good way for me to think long term about the business. And this idea was really hammered home to me after I had a big cycling accident in Spain and I was quite badly injured. I'd gone under a car 
broken a leg, lost nine of my fingertips um, to the asphalt and a great deal of skin from all over my body. Uh, as a guitar teacher, losing that many fingertips is no joke. And I remember looking at my hands and thinking, I'm just one accident away from having massive problems because if I can't work, I don't earn. And whilst I was essentially unable to walk or do anything for about 10 days, I really started thinking long term about what I was going to be doing in 10 years time. And that caused me to decide to publish my first book, then the second, and to get into a diversified business model, which now includes two businesses in property. So I, I got a better perspective by being away from the business. I couldn't write, which was my original plan. And just being forced to step back. Okay, for 10 days is a long time. Would take it a day every month or two to just do this one thing. Go invisible, get out of the loop. I think it's crucial to your vision and your mission. And you'll be surprised how easy it is to focus on things when you're away from your desk. You don't get scattergunned um, or sucked into the mythical activity of multitasking. Now, whether you're a man or a woman, multitasking is a myth. It just doesn't exist. It's multi-distracted, in my opinion. The biggest surprise for me, though, how much energy this gives me. I always feel unstoppable and completely wired up. Well, it could be the coffee. Okay, maybe I'm busted for that. And I've had a good day. And I've created and crafted and tweaked my vision for myself. And I can finally get far enough away from the work so I can look at the business. I get that buffer of distance to separate me from shuffling bits of paper and looking at student schedules and contacting parents. I did that the day before. And then the day that I'm away from the desk when I'm invisible, lockdown, I can't do anything. I'll make sure I'm away from the desk. It has to be far enough to make me resist the temptation to pop back in and do something, to pick up a piece of paper or just pop back in and do this. Too darn close. I'm getting tempted for that. So I, I get off site. If I can't get off site for any reason, I'll go and hide my car around the corner. Sounds really daft, but that deters anybody from just walking up and knocking the door. Because I live in quite a prominent position on the road. If my car isn't there, people figure I'm out. That means my friends won't pop in for a cup of coffee. My brother won't suddenly show up on his way back from golf. And my neighbour won't pop round to try and borrow some tools. It gets me away from the desk so I can stand up above the level of the day-to-day -day work and really think about what I want to be doing. So I think it's really important to engineer that thinking time where you're not dealing with the minutiae of day-to-day -day stuff, where you can really think deeply and think long-term about the business, where you're not surrounded by things that emotionally trigger you into a state of fear or panic or neediness, gets you very objective about things. It gives you perspective and clarity and focus. And guys, make a habit of this. It really does pay to stop being busy with the day-to-day -day stuff. Get back from it. Book yourself 
time with yourself to do more work and do better work that's of greater significance. Don't be a busy fool. I've been there, I've done that, it's tiring, it's exhausted, and the pay is crap. You'll only end up tired and burned out like I did. So right now, grab your diary and clear a whole day and plan your escape from the desk so you can really think about how things are going, where you want them to go, and when you want to get there. Plan that book you've always wanted to write. Outline the course you want to build. Draft the blog posts. Write the scripts of the podcast. Plan the video. Do the storyboards for the movie. Whatever it is you want to do, do the real important big things on that one day. Get away from your desk. Go invisible. And when you've done it, let me know how it goes. Where did you go? Did you have any problems? Did you find anything surprising about it? How did it go for you? What was your outcome? Was it useful? Let me know. As always, email me. It's info at And remember to follow me on Twitter, where I am at Tutor Podcast. Also, hit the subscribe button for the Tutor Podcast and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they go live. Right, let's wrap it up for today. So join me next time where, as always, the Tutor Podcast is always about starting, growing and loving your tutoring business the way I love mine. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.